Welcome to episode 81 of Take Heart. I'm so glad you're here. This month, we are talking about special needs siblings. Today is an interview with my two oldest sons who have grown up with their brother who has special needs. There are some great takeaways in today's episode, and I promise you that the answers that my children give were not scripted by me. You may hear my voice crack a little bit in this episode because it can be emotional hearing from your own children and their perspective and the things that they've learned along the way. You can find all the information about Take Heart, links to our newsletters, resources, and a transcript of this episode at our website, TakeHeartSpecialMoms.com. Welcome. This is Carrie M. Holt today, and we're doing an episode with siblings. I'm here today with my two oldest sons, Connor and Garrett. And what better way to learn about siblings is to hear from them in their own words about their experiences of growing up with a brother with special needs. So first of all, I'm going to have them introduce themselves. So Connor, why don't we start with you? Hey there, I'm Connor. I am 18 and a half years old. I'm about three and a half years older than Toby. Uh, some things that I enjoy doing, first of all, would have to be basketball. That's kind of what's taking up most of my time right now. I also enjoy playing board games, card games, uh, reading, uh, hanging out with friends, that sort of thing. What year are you in school and what are your future plans? Um, I'm kind of a hybrid fifth year senior, uh, just doing online college classes right now. I'm accepted and going to attend Cedarville University in the fall majoring in something in the business or finance world. Great. So how about Garrett? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your age, grade, and just where you're at in the birth order with Toby? Yeah, absolutely. Um, My name is Garrett. I am 17 years old and a junior in high school. Um, I'm about 22 months older than Toby. Um, And just a few things that I like to do in my free time um, is I also play basketball. Um, I've played basketball for about three years. Um, And I've also played the piano for about seven. So let's just get started and talk a little bit about what is one thing that has been difficult about having a brother with special needs? Connor, why don't you start us off? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, the first thing would be just obviously the parents have to pay more attention to the, the child with the special needs. So in this case, Toby. And, you know, that meant maybe it was carpooling to school with different people or having to have things canceled because of different hospital stays or doctor's appointments. And, you know, I was fairly young when that was going on 
uh, more frequently. Obviously, it still happens now, but not with as much frequency. But it was definitely tough, and I can remember being confused and um, disappointed at times. Uh, so that would definitely be one thing that was difficult and still is difficult at times. What is one thing that you can say in those situations that a parent should do for you? Like when you were younger and you were confused about things that were going on, was there something that we did that was helpful or something that we could have done better? And go ahead. You can be completely honest and just thinking about that. I mean, I don't know if there's one thing that necessarily jumps out right away. Um, being clear and explaining things just helps with confusion and fear, right? Those things are connected. So explaining what's going on, explaining as best as you can what's going to happen. Obviously, it might not be very clear for the parent either, but honestly, that's what sticks out to me the most would be just explaining what you can, asking questions, getting their perspective on things really helps, um, you know, just clear the waters, make make things easier for both uh, the child, in my case, and the parent, in your case, to understand. Yeah, that's really good. So, Garrett, how about you? What has been something that's been difficult for you for having a brother with special needs? And you guys are, you know, closest closest in age to one another. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one thing that's been difficult um, has just been balancing um, just how to treat Toby as my younger brother um, and also as a special needs child. Um, we all have to remember that they are um, just as um, similarly or different as you or I. So treating them as a sibling, as someone that has ideas um, and has things that they like to do. Um, but then also being able to balance um, treating them with a little bit more care, um, just being a special needs child. And that can be a difficult struggle. I know that with you guys being closer in age and just the ages that you are, 15 and 17, there's just, you know, like those teenage arguments that happen and things like that. So I think what I hear you saying is that sometimes it's hard to know when he might be having a conversation because or having difficulties because of his brain might be working the way it is or because he's thinking a different a certain way and you treating him normal but also trying to understand where he's coming from is that what you're trying to say yeah absolutely yeah so garrett have what would you say has been a benefit um think about maybe when you were younger or you can think about even now as time has gone on, maybe there's something that sticks out in your mind that has been a benefit of having a brother with special needs. Yeah. So one thing that has stuck out to me is just all the really cool experiences that as a sibling we get to go on um, with having a special needs child um, for a sibling. Um, I can remember a few years ago we got to go to Disney um, as a Make-A-Wish trip. Um, that was Toby's wish was to go see Mickey down in Florida. Um, so we got to go down there. Um, and just over the years, being able to go to amusement parks or to go to um, sports games and just getting free tickets to go to that. Yeah. So one of the things Garrett's talking about is locally here in Ohio, we have an organization called A Kid Again. And their motto is giving life-threatening illnesses a timeout. And that's not just a timeout for the child. It's a timeout for the whole family. And so it's been really 
a neat thing because this organization has now spread to Indiana, I believe Michigan, and is in Philadelphia. It's called A Kid Again, and I'll put that link in the show notes in case you're interested in finding out more about it. This organization is trying to start up different branches across the country. Their idea is to spread, and what was great about this organization is even if Toby ended up in the hospital, the rest of the siblings could still go on the events. They try to plan things about once a month, and it might be a professional hockey game, or it might be to a local amusement park or something like that. And so I have enjoyed that we've been able to do that as a family and for the entire family to have that benefit. So how about you, Connor? What has been a benefit that you see of having a brother with special needs? Uh, Well, certainly the things Garrett talked about stick out as well, but maybe another perspective would just be character growth, personal growth, even spiritual growth. Um, I guess one of the facets that could be explained in is, you know, I'm naturally as a firstborn, not as uh, compassionate or sympathetic, those sort of things, more of a black and white um, justice oriented person. So having uh, that experience with Toby over the years has taught me to be more uh, sympathetic, to be more compassionate, to be more gracious even in in different situations and that's benefited me in my family life and just with friends understanding people now that I'm working with different types of people and I know that it those benefits those experiences will last um, way beyond when I'm out of the house and interacting with all kinds of people in my life. So Connor, I know that you recently, you're taking like an English comp class through a Christian university and you recently wrote a paper that for your class about your faith narrative. So would you mind sharing just a little bit about that? Because I know that it was about Toby and how he has impacted your life spiritually. Of course. So um, kind of my main thesis was about how my experiences with Toby and with our family have changed my perspective and kind of allowed me to live with a hope and joy that not many people have are able to live with or understand even and just kind of talking about how in in first corinthians it it talks about how the lord uses what is weak to the eyes of wise people to um he he uses those people he uses what is weak um to to be strong and I've seen that with our family and, you know, a lot of people with an outside perspective would, would never desire uh, having a sibling with uh, special needs or if they're a parent, they would never desire having a child with special needs. But my parents kind of have always said that if they could change things, they wouldn't. And in recent years, I've understood that because there is an underlying hope and joy that we can live with that I have seen us actually live out and it's just shifted my perspective from a horizontal one you know on a horizontal level and a worldly level things don't make sense and there's fear and confusion but um, with a vertical perspective it all changes and it all it's still confusing and there's still fear but it makes uh, it makes more sense because we know that we don't understand everything and that there is uh, a purpose and a plan and that we can hold on to that. Yeah, I loved how you just talked about that you have a different perspective about just going through trials and 
and what that does for us spiritually. Um, and honestly, moms, those who are listening out there, I had such a hard time reading his paper. He asked me to read it for editing purposes, and I ended up just sobbing. And Connor said, well, mom, you know, I didn't mean to make you cry, but I think it's deep down what we all desire for our children is that, and again, I know Connor's not grown, um, but just that we desire for our children to walk in truth, right? There's a scripture that talks about that and to understand that the deeper purposes in life and meaning is in life is to know God better and, and to walk with him and to have him walk with us through difficult things. So how about you, Garrett? I know hopefully Connor didn't say everything that you wanted to say, but how has having Toby as your brother impacted your life and spiritually? Yeah. So one thing that sticks out to me um, is just being able to witness the power of prayer and just God's power overall. I can remember when it was a struggle for Toby just to eat um, 15 or 20 Cheerios and just how we prayed. And now today he can eat just like a normal teenager would. And just being able to witness um, a family grow closer together because of someone's situation um, and Toby just being able to conquer the things that he's conquered and for us just to be able to see him grow. Yeah, that's really good. I love how you brought up the power of prayer and just how, and not only just within our own family, but the people that have come around us and the extension of the church that has come around us. And by the church, I mean the body of Christ across the world. I mean, we've had people praying for our family for many years. And that has just been such a blessing that I think we all have learned and experienced. So, so I want to share a little story. And that is, I, you may have heard me talk about this on the podcast before, but before Connor and Garrett's younger brother came along, they had a friend with special needs His name is Evan, and Evan and Connor were born less than 24 hours apart in the same hospital. Evan has a rare form of spinomuscular atrophy, and he also has a younger brother who is really close in age with Garrett. So these four boys have just been really close since birth, and I think it also has given them a unique perspective, having both a brother with special needs and then a very close friend with special needs. So, um... Connor, why don't we start with you? So how has having Evan as a friend helped you with your brother or vice versa? You can answer it from either perspective. Yeah. So I think first off, having Evan as a friend has made me realize that I I can be a friend to my brother and having Toby as my brother has helped me be a better friend to Evan. So it's kind of this um, loop of benefits, if you will. And uh, I guess maybe one practical example of that would be, you know, growing up with Toby, knowing what areas are more handicap accessible, or if we're playing a card game, um, what what does he need? Does he need more explanation? Or, um, you know, when we strap Toby in in the car with the tethers, I know how to do that when we're with Evan and in, in their family's van as well. So those are just some practical examples. And then, like I mentioned, having Evan as a friend and yes, you know, maybe the interactions I have with him, some people wouldn't consider 
quote, normal on some levels, on a physical level, but on every other level, our friendship has been just as strong as like with anyone else. And so it's allowed me to kind of, again, it's a perspective thing, allowed me to see that um, that same thing can happen with Toby and my other siblings. It's it's tough to, to be a friend to your siblings sometimes, as I'm sure anyone with siblings would agree, but even more so when they're, they have special needs and there's different challenges. So it's just allowed me to learn and to, um, like I said, change my perspective and kind of be more of a friend to Toby and not just a brother. Yeah, that's really good. And I love how you said it's just this looping benefit between both relationships. And then I'm sure as you see people in the community or you see people, you know, once you go to college, that it's just going to give you a different perspective and a different comfort level with approaching people who might be different than you or have have a disability. Um, So in closing, we're going to focus on two questions. And the first question is going to be, so maybe you're out there listening and you are a parent who does have multiple children or you're considering having another child and you're nervous about that sibling dynamic. Garrett, what is one word of encouragement or a word of advice that you would say to parents who are raising children with um, special needs and then who have siblings with special needs? Yeah, so one piece of advice um, that really just impacted me was the way that my parents were just very clear and just communicated a lot with us, even as um, young boys. So when Toby would have an emergency and he would have to go to the hospital, just knowing where our parents would be in relation to school or sports or how long Toby might be in the hospital for. So just having that extra um, assurance that we know where our parents were and that we knew where Toby was going to be just really helped. Did it help you not to be as afraid just to have that clear communication or to know grandma's coming or this is what this is going to look like to the best of our knowledge? Obviously, we know emergencies can come up, but is that something that was helpful for you too is just to to know who was going to be caring for you and where you were going to be at certain times? Yeah, absolutely. Connor, how about you? How would you answer that question? Do you have a word of encouragement or piece of advice? Maybe somebody's a little bit later in their journey as a parent. What would you say to them? Yeah, I mean, I think one thing that sticks out to me as an encouragement would be that um, you don't need to feel guilty about having to take care of your child with special needs. Um they obviously need more attention and care. That's that's how it works. And if your child or children are older, the siblings are older, um, they will understand that as well. And it doesn't mean it will be easy for them to experience and go through the trials. But you're going to feel guilty at first. That's the initial reaction. If if you know if you're a parent for your child, and that is, I guess you could say it's warranted, but it's not necessary. The The siblings understand when we were going through it, we understood. And again, it didn't mean it wasn't easy, but um, just that communication and those things that Garrett was talking about were really important. And be encouraged. There, There's no um, need to feel that extreme guilt for, for those other children. 
Yeah, and I think that's that's really important because we do, as special needs parents, we do struggle with guilt a lot, and we're often wondering, have we done this right? And so, and it can just be a struggle. And I would just also just encourage you as a parent is just to rely on the Lord and pray for wisdom because I have certainly made a lot of mistakes in having four children and one with special needs. And then there's things that God has been allowing us to do well as parents. And I think also the boys and I were talking earlier is that it doesn't have to be anything big. One of the main things that children need as they're growing up is just attunement. It's you being tuned in to their needs. And and like they both talked about at different times in this podcast, that communication and and setting up expectations and communicating on their level and being willing to show them love. And I know when there were times that Toby's been in the hospital and I get to come home for a night because my husband takes a turn or something, we'll just sit and play a game or we make sure that we have dinner together and a meal's usually being brought by someone else. So I don't have to spend that time, but it's just that time to, it's not anything big. We're not trying to make up for the bad things that are happening to the siblings, but just to take that time and be attuned to your children and and what they're going through. And so lastly, I do know that we have listeners out there who are family and friends of families of children with special needs. And so what have been, what's been something that has been really important to you? I know that you guys have seen a lot of family and friends come around us through the years. They've done meals and there's different things that they've done. But what is one thing that we should tell them that has really stuck out to you, that has helped you and helped us as a family. Garrett, would you like to go first with that? Yeah, sure. So another thing that has stuck out to me um, is just the care that people have, just even the neighbors that we don't necessarily know very well um, would come over and just make sure that everything was okay if Toby had an emergency and he had to be rushed off to the hospital, offering to stay with us if our parents um, had to leave and be with Toby. And just other things like bringing us meals has just also really been a blessing so that our parents can focus on what Toby needs um, so that we can stay home and that just not be something that that they have to worry about. Connor, how about you? I mean, first of all, along the lines of the meal thing, this is kind of silly, but honestly, if if you're ever taking a meal to somebody like that, Uh, and they have other kids bring a dessert it's such a small thing but it does uh it does matter and it just kind of is a a small thing that is appreciated and it's fun and it's i don't know it's just yeah i don't know that's just something that i was thinking about and then you know a, a story that i kind of think of along these lines is um we had someone who uh, whenever Toby had an extended hospital stay for whatever reason, would send us kind of a care package, a gift box, if you will. And um, not only were there things in there for Toby, uh, you know, it could be a stuffed animal or some candy. Uh, there were things in it for uh, us as well and for our parents, um, both both our parents and for all us kids. It could be games, um, candy, snacks, toys, different things like that. And it just made us uh, feel and understand, appreciated and loved, and that this person knew that the uh, hospital stays and whatnot were affecting 
our whole family, not just Toby, you know, it was our parents and it was us as well. So those are kind of the two things that I think of. Yeah. And lastly, what that makes me think of is just remember that you're all in this together. And I know one of the things that parents think about and feel guilty about as they get older is that the siblings might have to step in and care for the child with special needs after the parents are gone. And I think when you create a family community that is close-knit, who love and support one another, it's not going to feel like it's a burden on the siblings as they get older. So lastly, I just want to encourage you as a parent or as someone who is coming alongside a family that has a child with special needs. And this is a verse that God gave me very early on in my parenting journey. And it's Galatians 6, 9. And it says, let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. So sometimes I know we grow weary and tired. I know even the siblings, they get tired of their brother, just like anyone else. And I know as parents, sometimes we grow weary of being a caregiver. But the Bible tells us not to grow weary, um, that we are going to reap a harvest if we do not give up. And so thank you for joining us today on Take Heart. We're so glad you're here. We pray that something that we talked about today will encourage you. And I'm just grateful. Thank you, Connor and Garrett, for being willing to be here and for willing to um, be vulnerable. And so just glad to have you. Yeah, thank you for having us. I'm glad we got to do this and hope this helps.